Welcome to Integrative You Radio, hosted by Dr. Nick Carruthers and yours truly, Dr. Nicole Rivera. This is the place where you become limitless. We are covering the latest and greatest topics, of course, in a disruptive fashion around integrative medicine, mental health, and human behavior. We are also covering how those topics affect the human and family dynamics. We will be sprinkling in some truth bombs for our healthpreneurs so they can join us in our mission to evolve healthcare. If you are health curious and growth focused, you are in the right place. But buckle up because this is real, this is raw, and this is disruptive. This is Integrative You Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Integrative You Radio. I am Dr. Nicole, and I am riding solo today uh, talking to you about a really, really important topic around stress. So this was kind of sparked because of a more recent reel that I did on social media. And there was a lot of engagement, a lot of people that I think could really resonate with this idea of living majority of their life under a lot of stress. And I also can relate because this was a large majority of my life, maybe my whole life, (laughs) to be really honest with you. And there are just some really specific things that I want to touch upon. And I want to bridge the gap between the normalization of stress and this idea of anxiety, which is unfortunately an epidemic that we are living with. And also, how is this connected to our bodies biochemically and physically? Because it's all intertwined is really the point that I'm trying to make. There are many individuals that are in the mindset of, well, I'm dealing with stress right now, but it will it will be over soon. Once I reach this or once I'm in the relationship, once I have the job, once I have the financial security, we all have this idea of the, the end date of our stress. But very often we find that stress will perpetuate or stress will come in cycles. And the cycles of stress are usually a feedback mechanism to give us information to say, hey, there is something that's running in the background that hasn't been fully resolved or hasn't been fully understood. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this and how this is shaped But also, there are a lot of people that are walking around with stress telling themselves, this is just what life is, or I've learned how to live with stress. I've learned how to handle stress. And I know this very well because of the area that I lived in most of my life was the New Jersey, New York area. And this is kind of embedded in you. It's embedded in you that you need to hustle, you need to work hard, stress is just part of life, and you just have to figure out how to handle it. And this is something that I do think sets the pace for a lot of chronic physical illness and mental illness in the future. Thinking that that is the inevitable, thinking that that is what life should be, 
keeps us from all of the richness and abundance of life. And trust me, when you're in the trenches of feeling so overwhelmed and stressed, I might be pissing you off right now. <laughs> and and that's okay. It's again, it's a feedback mechanism. I know that I used to feel very triggered when people would say, oh, I meditate and oh, I, you know, just I take some time off when I need it. And I'm like, oh, that must be nice. That's not my reality. And it at that time, it wasn't my reality, but it's also I didn't make it my reality. There was what I know now, a deep addiction to the pain, the discomfort, the stress. Did I know that? No. But what I realized is that when I finally slowed down a couple of years ago, man, I was uncomfortable. I, I was probably the most uncomfortable that I ever was in my whole life. I was more comfortable with being stressed, with being overworked, with being overwhelmed, with a million fires coming my way. I was more comfortable with that and less comfortable with sitting still. It just felt like, well, this is this is how I feel successful. I feel like I'm I'm doing things, I'm putting out fires, but I'm also helping people and I'm also paying people and giving them a job and giving them a a, a living and it it was just a very very interesting story that I created in my mind. But more importantly is that that story didn't just come out of nowhere. That story came out of a significant belief system and a significant amount of programs that were embedded in me since I was very young. And that's what a lot of you need to wrap your head around is that this is deep. Most of how you're operating now is based off of the things that you have either experienced or observed from your younger years. And some of it was a decision or, or a thought process that you came upon in your own experience. And some of it was pushed upon you. And I know that I was of an era that my parents, you know, they worked their nine to five jobs. They worked really hard. They were very loyal. They showed up on time. They did the best that they could possibly do in hopes that they would get the raise. They would be more appreciated. They would work their way up the ladder. They would finally be financially free. And unfortunately, that didn't really happen. And so in my observation, one, I was being told hustle, work hard. So that was something that definitely carried into my adulthood. But also at the same time, I observed that working hard didn't always get you where you want it to be, especially if you were not necessarily in the driver's seat. So I embarked on I'm going to take my work ethic and the the program that was instilled in me, the belief system that you have to work hard. And as long as you work hard, you'll create something. But I'm going to take out the factor that I observed of that third party. So I'm going to work hard, but I'm going to do it for myself. And I'm going to be the creator of my reality. And you you later find out it's still not how it works. And the only reason I say that is because Going, 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 doing, 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 feeling frantic and chaotic never moves the needle. 
And I feel confident enough at this point in my journey to say it never moves the needle. Because you might feel like it's moving the needle, but really all that it's doing is keeping you on the hamster wheel. You're going round and round and round, and you're not necessarily going forward. And if you do go forward, you usually get knocked backwards. You find that traction. You get that, that you move ahead and you potentially fall two to three steps back. And this is what happens when you do not have the time or the bandwidth to think clearly, to make proactive decisions opposed to reactive decisions. And this is multi-layered because I don't want you to think that this is all about your 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 analytical mind or your logical mind. There is a cascade of things that happen. So let's backtrack really here, really quick here. So one, your beliefs create your thoughts, which create your emotions. So if you have a belief system that you have to work hard to create whatever you're trying to create, wealth, abundance, quality time with your family, freedom, So you have that belief, which then creates thoughts and some judgments. So if somebody doesn't work hard, they're lazy, they're never going to be successful, they don't care about their family, whatever thought process comes to your mind based off of your belief system. And then, of course, there is the thoughts of, if I'm not working hard, I'm lazy. If I'm not working hard, I'm not productive. If I'm not working hard, I'm a bad parent. I'm a bad role model, which then creates your emotions. So if you're projecting your belief system onto someone else, you might be angry, frustrated, resentful. And then if you're projecting that belief system on yourself and you feel like you're not you're not cutting it, then you're going to have guilt and shame. And those emotions are not productive for anyone. Because if you live in a place that you have very little to no gratitude for your life, and you live in a place of constantly judging others, judging yourself, feeling guilty about what you did or didn't do, having shame around that, then you are going to attract more of what you think about. And the more you have these thoughts, the more hardwired they become. And now you live in an emotional state where you are reacting to life. You're not creating your life. Well, that's actually not true. You are creating your life, but you're creating more of what you don't want because your thought process is constantly focused on all the things happening to you. So this gets worse and worse and worse the more chaotic, the more frantic you are, the less time that you have to take a freaking pause to think straight. And it sure as heck doesn't help if you're constantly seeking information, wisdom, validation from others. Sometimes you need to sit with yourself. It's not always about someone else giving you advice, mentoring you, being your sounding board. Because sometimes they potentially push you in the opposite direction of where you're trying to go. So remember that your beliefs 
Some of them are your own beliefs based on your experiences. Some of them have been injected onto you based off of your culture, community, religion, mentors, family, parents, grandparents, etc. And that is creating your thoughts, which is creating your emotions. And if you are a person that is chronically stressed, you're chronically pissed off, you're chronically feel guilty or shamed or embarrassed, you have to start looking at the belief systems and how are they potentially creating these cycles that are keeping you trapped. Easier said than done. If this is something that you really want to dive into, you need to check out our values course because the values helps you to understand what you value, what you truly value opposed to what people told you you should value. And that is where power lies. But when it comes to this idea of living in this chronic stress state, as I mentioned before, is that there is an addiction that can happen. And this addiction happens because as you stay stressed, you change your biochemistry, you change your hormones, you change your neurotransmitters, and your body will learn to adapt. This can have more extremes when you have specific events that create a high magnitude of emotions, aka a car accident that induced a ton of fear or a divorce that induced a ton of anxiety, shame, anger, rage. So when you have specific events that create a high magnitude of emotions, this is also something that's going to change your biochemistry and it is also going to turn certain genes on and certain genes off. So this is why there's so much more to the story when it comes to helping to improve your overall mental health and your physical health because your mind is what dictates your body as much as you might want to fight me on that. I've been doing this 12 years and my main focus was the body and the biochemistry. And there were some people that saw improvements, but there were many that didn't until we started to make sure that we were addressing the mind. We were addressing the stress. We were addressing the PTSD. We were addressing the the fact that they never felt good enough. All of those things, those are at the foundation of your body, physical, and biochemical. So as we have these different experiences, it could be the one event that creates the high emotional magnitude that was either fear, guilt, shame, anger, or it was the compounding. It was the compounding that you never felt supported. You never felt safe. You never felt secure. You never felt stable. You always felt like you had to, you were on your own. You had to, you had to go to war with people in order to survive. You lived in survival. These compounding effects will do the same thing. They will turn genes off. They will turn genes on and they will change your biochemical expression. So when you're really trying to 
up-level your mind and you're trying to get out of your stress response and you're trying to grow yourself and you're trying to create all the things that you want to create from the great job to more time with your family to the financial freedom to the freedom in general. It's about understanding these different layers and being able to have a strategy that not only gets you out of this fight or flight chronic stress response, calms your nervous system down, but also is something that's going to allow you to, what's the right word I'm trying to say, project from there. You're, you're trying to use that as a stepping stone to move forward. And it's also understanding that there's cycles. You're not going to do something if it's, I'm going to do a supplement protocol in order to improve my neurotransmitters. And, but I'm not going to change the job that I hate or get out of the relationship that is toxic. And then there's also the vice versa. Okay, I'm going to eliminate things out of my life that stress me out or are toxic. But then you also haven't necessarily figured out how to address the biochemical changes or the fact that your body has adapted and learned how to operate in a chronic stress state. So it's like it's meeting in the middle. It's meeting in the middle to figure out what has to happen in your day-to-day life in order to create more boundaries and preserve yourself. But then it's also, what is the repair that needs to happen on the physical body, the biochemical body, the epigenetic body? Because it all, all works together. So what I will say to you is that this might sound like, holy crap, this is really complicated. How can I, how can I do all of this? Step number one, you have to stop doing, doing, doing going, 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 distracting yourself, distracting yourself, distracting yourself, entertaining yourself, entertaining yourself, entertaining yourself. There is a lot of distractions in this world. There is social media. There is TV. There is your phone, which is literally a mini laptop in your pocket at all times. There is a lot of distractions. There is a million reasons for you to not sit with yourself. There's a million reasons to not take five minutes to try to breathe and think clearly. There's a million things to do. But that is the key. The key is to take a step back, detach yourself. This could legitimately be five minutes, five minutes of your day. Work your way up to 10 minutes. Work your way up to 15 minutes. If you can take a pause, especially when you're super emotionally reactive, and if you can sit back and say, okay, we're going to take a minute here, we're going to breathe, and I'm going to think about why is this pissing me off so much? What is the root of this? And be able to think about, is this me? Is this a past program? Do I even know why these emotions came up? Is there a rational reason why? Or is this just a cycle for me? Take some time to pause. 
And more importantly, is that if you can start to do different things to calm your brain waves, I'm going to get into this in just a minute. It's going to be very short, sweet to the point. You will calm the stress response in your body. You will calm the fight or flight response. And you will find that if you normally reacted in one minute, maybe it takes you 10 minutes. Maybe it takes you 10 hours. Maybe it eventually takes you 10 days. And this is a key thing that I learned in my own journey of starting to pause, starting to use binaural beats, then meditation to calm my brain waves. is that I talked to my mentor and I said, I felt so calm when this stressful situation happened. You know, normally I would have been really reactive to it, but I was so calm. But now I feel equally as pissed off as I normally would. And I feel like I'm so disappointed in myself because I feel like I I made progress and I guess I haven't. And he said, okay, hold on. Let's take a step back here. How long did it take you in the past to react? I was like, oh gosh, I would have reacted within three minutes. He's like, how how long did it take you to react? I was like, oh, it took about five days. He's like, I'm going to call that progress. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. So it's not that things just disappear. It's just you find that you react differently or you are more calm and grounded. And maybe those same emotions come up a little bit later. But the fact that you're not as reactive in that moment is progress. And the more you commit to it, the more that you will find that you are less and less and less reactive to your life and things start to flow more easily. So slowing your brain waves. There's quite a few hacks on how to do this. You can get on YouTube and look up alpha wave binaural beats and you can just listen to some alpha wave binaural beats. Alpha waves is the breaks. Um, so just to recap really quick, beta waves. So beta waves, if you look this up online, this is when your brain is active. You know, it's when you get things done. It's when you go about your day. And beta waves are very normal in your waking hours. But the problem is, is that most people are in fight or flight, which means they're in something called high beta. And high beta is kind of like your brain's going haywire. And it's very hard for it to process information that's coming in. It's very hard for it to not create emotional reactions uh, based on the information that's coming in. And there's a lot of people that are operating in high beta, aka fight or flight, most of their life, most of the day. And when they take a pause and they sit down on the couch or they give themselves that minute because maybe somebody forced them, oh, I can't sit still. Oh, I'm bored. Oh, I'm not productive. Oh, and they're extremely uncomfortable. And that is a huge sign that you, you're you hardwired for stress. And being hardwired for stress, you're never going to wake up every day feeling like, wow, I really love my life. You're going to wake up every day feeling like, shit, another day. Life just is hard. Why me? And do we really want to live that way? So I challenge you to not accept that as the norm and to say, no. Nope, That doesn't have to be my reality. But yes, you're going to have to go against the grain of this typical American society of go, 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 do, 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 hustle, 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 don't sit still. And then when you do sit still, binge your Netflix, your phone, and a million other things to distract you from 
reflecting in your own brain. So you use this alpha brainwave or alpha binaural beats and alpha is just pumping the brakes on that high beta. It's pumping the brakes to slow those brainwaves down to get you a little bit more calm. And this is something that will start to retrain the brain waves, which will allow you to calm the stress response, calm your nervous system down, and then really allow you to just get a little bit more clear, think a little bit more clearly. And the more that this happens, the more clear you can be, the more creative you can get, the more strategic you can be about your decisions the more clear you can get on who you really are as a person. What do you really value? What do you really believe? Not the beliefs that are convoluted by society and everything else. In addition to that, if you want to take this a step further, you're like, okay, I've been doing my little binaural beats, definitely feeling a little bit more chill. You can move into leveraging meditation. And meditation is not like sitting there, kumbaya, legs crossed. Yeah, I guess you could do that if you want. But taking those same alpha wave binaural beats or leveraging some custom made uh, meditations. Dr. Nick uh, has made many meditations on our integrativeview.health website uh, that you can access. They have all different intentions. If you're trying to heal from sickness or symptoms, if you are trying to feel more empowered, if you're trying to create more abundance, if you're just trying to calm the fuck down, <laughs> we have we have you covered. Dr. Joe Dispenza is another fantastic option for meditations. And this is something that you can leverage in order to take it a step further. The key thing is that you want to try to leverage your brain waves. So when you get up in the morning, you kind of linger between um, delta, which is when you're sleeping, to alpha waves. And as you go out of alpha, you go back into beta. Again, you're up about doing things. So right when you first get up in the morning, you want to try to do your meditation then. If it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes maximize the ability to tap into those alpha brain waves. And this is something that is going to help transform your day. For those of you that are like cringe at the idea of meditation, I get it. That was me. I hope you're not like me in the sense that you have to hit ultimate rock bottom before you decide to embark on something like this. Because it's not about overcommitting yourself. It's about just leveraging some simple tools that can help to slow those brain waves down and to reprogram your nervous system to be able to function without a shit ton of stress hormones. And this is step one. The other steps that come in later is about getting clear on who you are getting clear on your values, which is something that we have a course on. In addition to that is being able to be in a calm enough mind and have a calm enough nervous system that you have the ability to break through some of your past programs and cycles. My favorite saying from Dr. Nick is turning your past into fuel for your future. A lot of our experiences that we presume to have been bad or negative when you have someone with the right expertise ask you the right questions, 
you can turn these past even painful experiences into fuel for your future. And I've seen this many, many, many times. I've experienced it with Dr. Nick. And it is something that is very, very powerful because it's it's taking that magnitude of this was really bad and the magnitude of the fear or the anxiety or the shame or the guilt or the anger and it's reducing that magnitude down by shifting your perception and that is where you continue to reprogram your nervous system that is where you continue to grow yourself mentally and emotionally and this is a this is always something that's going to be part of growth. I want to say this. I I've I literally had this conversation this morning with a client. I was like, "Don't ever think that the growth is going to be an upward trajectory. We all, all want it to be that and then we beat ourselves up when it's not. But growth is all about loss for gain." And I'm not saying this. This is legitimately based off of the laws of physics, is that nothing is created nor destroyed. Everything is always in balance, aka there is always good, there is always bad. When you want to birth something new and amazing, you are going to have a loss. And I'll keep it simple. If you want to have a gain of quality friendships of people that get you, people that you vibe with, people that you can spend hours with laughing that you're like, oh my God, where did the time go? To gain those relationships, chances are you have to let go of toxic ones. And this this principle applies to so many aspects of life. There is a loss to be a gain. And if you go into this thinking that, oh, I'm only going to gain, 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 you're setting yourself up for a nightmare fantasy to a nightmare. A lot of us have a fantasy of what a relationship should look like, what a family should look like. And when it doesn't fulfill that quote unquote fantasy, we then have a nightmare. We have more stress. So that's really the the phase that I personally feel like you need a facilitator for. You need someone to open your eyes to things that society didn't. Because society has programmed us to just deal with the stress the stress is normal, being anxious is normal, depression is normal. It's genetic. It's genetic. Okay. And we don't necessarily know how our environment is affecting us. We don't know what we can do about it. We feel a lack of control and a lack of control leads to chaos. So step one, take a fucking pause. Step two, slow your brain waves down. Listen to some binaural beats that is going to help you get into your alpha brain waves. Meditation is step number three. Please don't go try to do an hour-long meditation if you've never done it before. Five minutes, 10 minutes, work your way up. And don't force yourself. Do it if it feels good. And also remember, if you feel like shit every day, you can, you know, just power through. <laughs> step four, clarity on your values, what's important to you, Get rid of the noise of what you should be, who you should be, what you should think, et cetera. And then five is how to turn your past, no matter if it was positive or painful, turn it into fuel for your future and be able to have the right tools to create your life. 
We thank you so much for being an avid listener of Integrative You Radio, formerly known as Integrative Wellness Radio. We appreciate all of your support. We love your comments. Please visit us on social media as well as our website to see all of the fun things happening behind the scenes and the new amazing content and courses that is being rolled out on a monthly basis. We hope to see you there. Thank you.